Welcome back to Reality Check Chat, our podcast sponsored by the Independent Democratic Women of Susquehanna County. I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Judy Herschel. We have a good we have a good conversation tonight. We have a lot of good things to talk about tonight. We might have a good conversation. We're a little confused in some respects. And I don't think it's our fault. It's hard to get information, but as promised, we're going to continue our conversation about Biff and Bib or Bibba and Biff. Yeah. Um, the infrastructure bill that passed the House and the Senate. I think President Biden is planning on signing it on November 15th. Isn't that right, Judy? Yep, it's coming. I think it's good that we're doing this because there's so much, so much information. You were saying how we got frustrated researching this because there's so much information out there and so much updated information and things change every week. And it was it was difficult to figure out what's in there and, and, and how much it costs. But that's why they had these conversations. So we let people know. Um, well, the news, I don't think was very fair, which, you know, what else is new? Mm-hmm. Uh, in trying to portray the Democrats, I think just for a newsworthy appeal, trying to portray the Democrats is in disarray. As Ron Klain tweeted, I don't tweet, but it's my understanding he tweeted a picture of Josh Gottheimer, who is the head of uh, moderates or conservative Democrats, in Congress, who and Diapol, who's the, of course the chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, a picture of them together shaking hands. They agreed to vote on the infrastructure bill, even though the Build Back Better bill is still not there. Nobody's voted on that yet. So President Biden and Nancy Pelosi asked people to vote, progressives to vote for the infrastructure bill, even though Build Back Better, you know, they're still working on that. And we'll talk about that later. Judy's got some information on that. But Nancy Pelosi said, welcome to my world in terms of it's not disarray. Democrats don't walk in lockstep. And, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, we're all frustrated, but the politics of the thing to me is interesting. The way six progressive Congress people, the so-called squad, did not vote for the bill. And of course, if no Republicans had voted for the infrastructure bill in the House, it wouldn't have passed. It wouldn't have passed, no. But it already had passed with Republican support in the Senate because you need 60 votes. And I believe that's 61 So 11 Republican senators voted for the infrastructure bill and 13 Republican Congress representatives voted for the infrastructure bill in the House. Do you think they would have done it if they didn't know that it was going to go through? Do you think they did it to make a statement or do you think they knew that those Republicans were going to vote and it was going to go through? I read that the trade unions were giving the Republicans a hard time pushing them to support it because they it's you know what i've got to get my apple pie okay go grab it all right i'll be right i'll be right back we were talking about how you know the media is portraying the democrats as being all all over the place and not being united and pelosi saying you know this is this is how it's supposed to be or not what did how what was her quote Democrats don't walk in lockstep. I think that's a very, very good point. Good thing. And we were talking about how that's the case. And it's my, you asked me why the Republic, why I thought the Republicans uh, voted for it. And um, I heard that the train trade unions were giving them a hard time because it's supposed to, you're supposed to get 2 million jobs over five years, I believe. By the way, it's a five year bill. Mm -hmm. You know, when they talk about paying for it, 
which we'll talk about later maybe, over the course of five years or over the course of whatever the bill is. In this case, it's five years. They're going to do, I read 1% of GDP, which is more than anything in the infrastructure category since the 80s, but it's more than necessary. In fact, it's a lot less than Biden wanted, but of course the Republicans wouldn't go along with his original proposal. For one thing, they said that things like elder care and wasn't a infrastructure, that innovation for new manufacturing to compete with China, that's not infrastructure, according to them. Which is bullshit. It's a, it's a huge deal to me. This is a huge deal. You know, I can sit back as a Democrat and say that I understand why they didn't vote for it, I guess, and, and maybe kind of relate to them. But but I think me and many other Americans just wanted something done. <laughs> Eric and I have had our electricity go out. How many times, Eric? Ten yeah. in the last week. Oh, in the last week. In the last week. Oh my gosh. Know anything. That's just one example. I think, I think, I think we just wanted something done. So those of us that are paying attention and we we need to make sure other people know what's going on and give give the Democrats where credit is due. This is an amazing plan. It's maybe not what we want. And we want to really promote the Build Back Better plan, but this is a good plan. It, and it was a bipartisan plan. Like yeah, it was. It was me going like relieved, like, phew, okay, we actually accomplished something and got some, we got 13 Republicans from different areas of the country, from New York, New Jersey. Um, Mostly and- from, you know, <laughs> the North. I don't think there was a Southern congressperson. I'm looking. Ohio. Oh, Alaska. Young from yeah. Alaska. Alaska, Ohio. New Jersey, Alaska. New York. Nebraska. Yeah. Actually, the, yeah, Nebraska. Brian Fitzpatrick. Yep. And West Virginia. So, so they yeah. were kind of scattered. So that, yeah. that's amazing accomplishment. For right. those of us that are really paying attention to politics right now, that's like, okay, an inch in the right direction. And he's yeah. got a couple of years to kind of work on that. No, I don't think, I think we've only got one year. <laughs> yeah, probably. For us to pass yeah. as much as we can. We'll talk about that later when we talk about the election. But Biff passed at 11.30 last um, Thursday night, 11.30 p.m., mm-hmm. uh, without the support of the so-called squad. And they said that the Congressional Progressive Caucus caved. No, they didn't cave. They saw what was necessary. They saw they weren't going to get anything more. And we have not invested in our infrastructure. That's why it's not enough. So, I, you know, I was just read, reading today in the New York Times, David Leonhardt was talking about the infrastructure bill and, and how important it is. And also how over the past, since the highway bill in 1954, for crying out loud, the United States of America, unlike other well-developed countries has not invested in their infrastructure. So it's, it's falling apart. We don't have subways that go to our airports. You know, we just don't have them like other places. We don't have 200 mile an hour trains that take us from cities to cities. We don't have that. A lot of places do. We're falling behind. We're falling behind 20, 30 years. Yes, we are. And and, and it's becoming very noticeable. So I I think we all realize that if we we didn't do it now, it wasn't going to happen. There's also that time factor. That's why Build Back Better, there's a time factor with that too, because if we don't get that done, it's not going to get done. So it's it's getting it done, getting it done now, and and I think it's an accomplishment. And I think I think their their plan of how to pay for it is reasonable. I think that's why it, it got so much bipartisan support. 
you're, I'll tell well, you what. using, okay, go ahead. Sorry. It was very, very difficult to, uh, find a whole lot of information on it, but they're, they're paying for it through money that they're saving from COVID relief money is, is a big portion of it. But there's a lot of debate as to how much is going to be left over. It's anywhere between 50 billion and 200 billion. And when we're dealing with a one plus trillion plan. Yeah. Um, but other ways that they're going to pay for it, they're going to draw on a $53 billion unemployment insurance aid that the federal government was providing to supplement state unemployment um, insurance. That's where dozens of states refused help from the federal government. Ridiculous. They're, ridiculous. Absolutely. They refused help for people for to extend unemployment benefits because those people are just lazy. They're just getting these giant welfare checks mm -hmm. and they'd rather do nothing and get the checks than go out and get COVID and work. Exactly. And there, there's things about restarting attacks on chemical manufacturers that expired in 1995, um, strengthening tax enforcement when it comes to cryptocurrencies, relying on projected economic growth from the investments. And in, so it goes through a list of, of does, does this bill um, give money to the IRS? Because that's the reason we don't collect a lot of taxes, because the IRS has been, you know, stinged out for years. I, I see nothing about the IRS. Oh, okay. But I, read, I read something about that a long time ago. I don't know. Maybe they were going to put that in the Build Back Better to get more money that way, which is a good good thing to do. By the way, my previous statement was sarcastic, whatever it oh, was. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. I get your sarcasm, <laughs> Barbara Scott. Um, but one thing that I, that I did notice is that there there was no tax you know that you know there is no tax on the upper one percent two percent i know what the bill back better there is but well I, i'm it, possibly yeah possibly because possibly. there is some objections to that mm -hmm. um, but the reason that as i don't know if we talked about this yet but the reason that the moderate slash conservative Democrat caucus, which is eight people versus the progressive caucus, which is a hundred. I mean, that's why I don't understand. I don't understand why they get so much power, but they, for the Build Back Better plan, you know, they wanted to vote for the infrastructure plan because they want their mm -hmm. voters, their voters are going to like that and they mm -hmm. know it. And they're in, they're probably all in districts that are, they're going to, they have a chance of losing out. There were a lot in New York, so there were a lot of representatives from New York that, that voted for it, three or four of the 13. Well, I'm talking about the moderate to conservative Democrats. Democrats, okay. Yeah. Okay, now I know. What you They're mean. the ones that are holding up the bill back better mm -hmm. so that the Congressional Budget Office can look at it. So there is a paying plan. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just not sure exactly what it is. And there is included in that some kind of tax on the wealthy. Mm -hmm. and corporations possibly, but I'm not sure because there was some objections to it for some unknown reason, mm -hmm. you know, a, a tax, an income tax straight on the, on the wealthy. But anyway, so that's still in the progress. We can't really talk about Build Back Better because we don't know what is going to be in it, but we do know mm -hmm. the infrastructure bill is going to have upgrade our electric grid there's money, $66 billion for a rail, mm -hmm. uh, $7.5 billion for charging stations, for electric cars, which 
the Republicans cut out 100% of Biden's plans for electric car manufacturing, but I guess they left in a little token $7.5 billion for charging stations, $65 billion for broadband, mostly uh, rural. Which is great. Yeah. So, which is great. Oh, that's the other thing that uh, David Leonhard was talking about in other countries that have cheap cell phone service and great internet, you know, universal practically in their countries, internet. So what we're doing will help with that also. So the county has an initiative where we're working on that middle portion that needs to be done before they can bring it out to the businesses and the homes and with the schools and the, and the libraries, they will have a very reduced bill for, for their internet and hopefully the surrounding areas too. So hopefully this extra money will help. Oh my goodness. This is a, this is a godsend. People are going to be thrilled to know. And I know there's a focus on rural areas for this, but there's 110 billion for roads and bridges. There's also 65 billion for electric grid upgrades. Which, which is good. Yeah. Um, solar is coming into the area. You got a different, on, you got uh, a different amount for the electric grid upgrade. That's interesting. I got 73 have? billion. I got 65. Okay. Different. And I tried to get, get the for water quality. quality and the water thing. What do I have for water quality? I yeah. have 55 billion. Yeah, me too. Okay. Okay. What do you have for broadband? 65. Yep, I got 65 for that one. Well, I'll double check it. One of us is right. <laughs> one of us is right. And no matter what, that's a good amount of money to do that. 39 billion for public transit. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. So you're yeah. Hearing, we're hearing buzzes. We're hearing that passenger trains are starting to you know, get their plans together. Amtrak, com- you know, this is a company that comes to mind where they're going to, to put in a, a, a line between Scranton and New York. So I can start to see how this could really make a huge impact and, and get us where we need to be. Because like we said, we're falling behind. Yeah, absolutely. So it's exciting. You know, we have to be optimistic in these crazy times, Barb. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to choose to be slightly optimistic with this good news. I just hope other people realize how good, good it is. Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't understand why you couldn't be And by the way, let's emphasize this and emphasize this to all your friends. If you're a listener, I'm sure you you understand that people first thing that comes out of their mouths is uh, they're just going to raise our taxes. No, Mm -mm. President Biden has promised over and over again, if he raises taxes, it would be on people earning over four hundred thousand dollars, which is not me. And I know it's not Judy. Mm -mm. And, you know, that's a lot of money, four hundred thousand dollars a year. And if you are earning that, then you should pay more taxes. You're getting more benefits. You are. Anyway, so unfortunately, well, no, not unfortunately. I'm going to scratch that because Judy is talking about let's let's be on a good note. And if we look at the election of last, how long there ago were, was it? There Two were weeks? positives in this. All right. Tell we're me the positives. With, with people. There, there really were. I mean, we we had a very crazy judges race that Lori Dumas looks like she's going to pull out a win. And it was very close with Maria, Maria McLaughlin. And actually, all of them ran an amazing race, but we didn't do so well. But on a local level, we we didn't do too bad. We, we didn't run in every race that was open, but there were school board races, some of which we're still waiting to hear on, but it looks very promising. But we won, I believe, all of the races that the Democrats ran for. So 
locally. What does that mean locally? Yes. So what does that mean? That, you know, we did it the old fashioned way. We we went out and saw the people that we knew and they introduced us to their friends and we just went door knocking and talked to people and, you know, had those conversations and it, it worked. There was support from all over. So what does that mean? I don't know, but yeah, well, it's my understanding. It's my understanding from our Susquehanna County Democrats campaign chairperson, Christian, that the voting rate, the number of people that voted in Philadelphia was atrocious. Uh, He did not confirm it, but he thought the last time he looked, it was 20%. And Maria McLaughlin, if they, because it's mostly Democrats, if they had come out and voted in Philadelphia, we would have another Democratic Supreme Court judge. Yeah, which is very important. Oh, absolutely. This creepy Republican, sorry. He's not, he's bad news. He was elected, as were all the other Republicans, except for um, Lori Dumas as his opponent. She only lost by 30,000. Maria McLaughlin. Yeah, I know. Much, right. But I think you're right. If they came out, Mm -hmm. we never get a a good turnout for for primaries ever in Susquehanna County. So it was probably. It wasn't a primary. Not primary, but off year. I'm sorry. Scratch that. uh We never have like good turnout for an off year. Well, we have to get a good turnout for next year. We have to get wind up with some creepy Republican governor who beats up his kids. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll get another candidate, which I hope. I hope they do too. But, um, and Senator, we don't know about a Senator. Mm -hmm. Oh no, he's running for Senate. That creepy guy, right? Who's running for good. I don't know. Anyway. They're all creepy. You have to get Democrats out to elect <laughs> Josh Shapiro and whoever is running. I'm I'm thinking of Barletta. Percent. I mean, they're all creepy. They're I, and I hate it. That's so unprofessional of me to say, but right. They're they're, 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 they're but that yeah, and they are stop to steal people, which is mm-hmm. pretending that President Trump won a second term. I mean, please. And still you know, passing and spreading that information around. Did you you read that a teacher in Ventura, California taught her eighth grade class that Trump won the election and a kid came home to his parents and said, you lied to me. You lied to me. You didn't tell me that President Trump was reelected. Oh, did she get in trouble? Yes. And also something about the vaccine not being any good or something like that. Yeah. Outrageous. It's a history class. She knows better. History class. Oh my god. She did apologize. Big deal. Big deal. You shouldn't. No, I never. I never taught my. You know, you can't teach your. You have your views as a teacher. You can't not have your views. You can't not have your faith or non-faith or whatever. But you don't proselytize or teach that. No, there's no reference in there. It's not even appropriate. It's not appropriate. It's absolutely not appropriate. I'll tell you anyway, what. It's a friggin' lie. It's a friggin' it's not lie. Like an opinion. It's not like did he he won or maybe he won. No. Can I tell you what's going on? Can I tell you? Okay, so I was talking to a friend today. You know who this is, but I won't mention her name. And we said it's like we live in two parallel universes. It's there what they watch on TV and what they listen to is nothing compared to what we live in two realities side by side. That's what's going on. Because sometimes I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. This critical race theory thing, it's this culture wars or whatever. You know, let's let's have government do for the people what government is supposed to do. And don't worry about your taxes. 
let's worry about the truth. Let's worry about our education that we're actually giving our, our students, all of our students, an even and good education, a well-balanced education that's not full of lies. Exactly. Lots of untruths, whatever you want to call them. Exactly. Let's bring trust back to, to our elected officials. Let's invest in the future. Let's make sure that we don't destroy this this planet that we live on, that that's the direction we're going in. How about how about we that work should be our, our priority? Kids? That should be our priority. You know, that's common sense. But somewhere along the way, some people have I don't know. I don't know the answer. Maybe somebody out there does. <laughs> well, uh, Judy, because of the results of our elections, I'm really concerned that we're not going to be getting anywhere in the midterms next year. I'm afraid that we will, this country will really deteriorate and who knows what's going to happen in 2024. So it's my feeling that Democrats need to pass this year. They only have one year, as many things as they can. So of course they have to get rid of the filibuster if they're going to do that. They need to pass some voting rights, a voting rights act that protects people's right to vote, where all these states are making it harder and harder to vote for the underdogs, really, the people that are earning less, the people that can't take off from work, the people that can't drive 60 miles, pay for gas so that they vote like in Texas, you know, they took out all the, you know, there's one voting place per county or something, no matter how many people are in the county, no matter how far apart they are. Um, and it's outrageous that we're not trying to make it easier for people to vote across this country. And I'm, I'm very, and the Build Back Better bill, we have to get that passed. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, and next, you know, when the Congress comes back, we'll have more to tell you about that bill being passed and that bill having in it, you know, things that we want. Mm-hmm. But right now it's kind of a guesswork thing. Yeah. I'm going to choose to be optimistic on this one. Okay, I'm good. Like, good. I'm and you should be because you're young and you have children. I got to be. I got to be because you're right. I am. I'm fearful too, Barb. I'm very fearful. That fearful keeps me mo- motivated. Oh, maybe someday it'll make me crawl in a hole, but <laughs> that's my mo- that's my motivation. But it is. I'll tell you what, they, they have some good ideas for the Build Back Better pro- program. I, I think it's all about absolutely messaging. I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this and you probably don't want to hear it. The Republicans are winning in the messaging in every aspect. Oh, yeah. Of the area. yeah. So. I, I send a plea to to others outside the area, part of the state party, the, the national party, please, you know, messaging to the, the rural areas is extremely important right now. It's it's a set. It's essential. You and know. anybody out there that feels like writing letters to the editors, you know, we should be bombarding them with uh, all the things that like the help that the money for the uh, the new safety center in Montrose. Mm-hmm. from the American Rescue Plan. We need to hear how these things are helping people. And the infrastructure bill, we need to start writing letters about the infrastructure bill and how it- Absolutely. Yeah. And how, how this money has, has helped all the, the communities already in, in just what Biden has done. I mean, he's yeah. done amazing things. And unfortunately that message isn't getting to rural areas. So please, no. No. you know, help us out, help us out here. But we're gonna be optimistic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, I don't know when I'll get this out because I am having guests. I'm very excited. So I have time. Hmm. So Judy, it was great to see you and I'll see you again soon. Of course, as always, you can go to Reality Check Chat at realitychickchat.com. Share with your friends if, if you like what you're hearing. 
send our link to you know out in an email. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts. Any subscribe if you on? haven't. Yes, absolutely. And, and you can listen on Spotify. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Okay. Bye.